Arctic Monkeys, Bad Sons, Young the Giant, uh, oh no, Alabama Shakes. Who else do I listen to? Um, I already said the Bad Sons. I've only listened to them for like a week. ACTC, Wham, JRJR, LeBron James, Shannon Sharp, um, SpongeBob from the fun song, Plankton. He's got a nice verse in there. And last but not least, Jay Z. All right, and welcome to Carnegie Natural. Uh, naked, afraid, uh, on. What are we? Uh, onions. 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 <laughs> naked, Just afraid, onions. naked afraid. Naked afraid. Onions. onions. Unpasteurized. Unpasteurized. Well, we uh, we could have saved that for that. We are onions. And then, uh, oh. all right, that intro was uh, done by our. <laughs> <laughs> that sinks on that intro it was done by our guest today druva the part three of the club 104 series three episodes in a row the, the last grand, finale. Finale. Wow. grand finale the trilogy. Uh, the club 104 trilogy. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure yeah. i should have just named trilogies instead like, oh. like like she's gone all right off let's, let's run it back all right all right <laughs> star wars <laughs> lord of the rings the hobbit the shitty jurassic park sequels um the first three iphones uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can right. say Star Wars. I was gonna times. say, was, say yeah, yeah, Star Wars, and then another more Star Wars. Yeah. The podium at UAAs. Um, I don't know, Tim. That one time you shotgun three beers in a row. That's a trilogy. <laughs> I don't know. That those are the trilogies Exposed right there. <laughs> All right, let's let's go introduce ourselves to our new listeners. Uh, I'm Josh. Oh, I guess I'm I'm Liam. <laughs> I guess I'm Tim. We skipped Druva. <laughs> I I know I'm Eddie. I'm also pretty sure that I'm Druva. Oh, our guest. That's our guest, Druva. Really good at listing things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just not, that's, that's that's my talent. That that's my talent, yeah. audio based talent. Yeah. All those indie bands like SpongeBob, <laughs> Jay Z, and Jay Z. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so trilogies. That's. I guess a good place to start. This is sure. You're part of the Club 104 trilogy. Um, I guess let's get right into it. Tell us about your days living in a uh, in Donner 104. 104. I yeah, it was weird because we how it all happened. I think Evan might have gone over this, but like he he made like a Facebook post in the the CMU housing class of 2020 whatever group chat, and he listed like ten facts about himself or something he's like i like to play basketball i run i'm gonna run track here whatever and like i remember the last one being really distinct just because it was pretty lame and it was <laughs> i think uh panda by designer is freaking fire that's like, true that was I love that, that, that <laughs> it is but like that was just his last point and that's how he phrased it and i was like bold statement putting your personality out there but deep down inside i too agreed with eddie and i sent him a message i was like yo i'd be down to down to room with you and he's like, cool, I'm I'm also rooming with this guy named Xu Ming, let's do a triple. And that's where it started. 104, yeah. So I heard that you first met uh, Xu Ming and you decided to pull a prank on Evan. We, we did, yeah. Me, me and Xu Ming got there first and Evan, he was like flying in from Tokyo, so he came like way, way later. Like you, they had like a set time wherein you were supposed to come so you get all the uh ras and ols to move your stuff inside and evan just came way later because his flight from tokyo was later and so we had like help him bring his stuff in but we had a lot of time to get to know each other before evan came in and she was like yo let's play a prank on him let's pretend like we like country music and yeah so we we put on spotify 
pulled up the lyrics on one of our phones and just started bumping some whatever country song that was and started actually singing along because we had the lyrics with us. <laughs> and Evan was like, oh my goodness, these dudes like country. Yeah, good thing you weren't pretending, right? Uh-huh, no, yeah. You really do love I really country. do love country, more so than Ian Harris. I, oh, oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, he didn't list any in his opening list of things, so... Okay, I gotta save the best for last. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's give a country list going then, I guess. <laughs> At the end. We'll close out. <laughs> I actually have, I have a musical story involving Club 104. I, just, I think it was one of my first times going, going into Club 104. There was like a little like light show going in there. You guys had the cool like, we did. lights. And I think that uh, the song Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar is playing. And I think that was my first time ever hearing Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Um, so that that was pretty cool. Look what you gave him, yeah. Kendrick Lamar, good kid, Mad City. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, really changed changed my life. A do you bit. do you listen to Kendrick now a lot? Or? Uh, I guess I used to, not okay. as much anymore. But um, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we were able to provide that experience for you. That <laughs> yeah, was a great experience. I was like, and wow. Now he's returning the favor. This is my first ever podcast. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, we're really De- debts are paid. Yeah. But I, I went. I was in there, and I was thinking, like, wow, this dorm room is sick. Like, <laughs> these guys are cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were you were in Hammerschlag. I was in Hammerschlag. Yeah, little closets of rooms. The Hammerschlag rooms they were just oddly shaped. Mine was like they were a little odd. Yeah, it was like an like an H. Was it not just a rectangle? <laughs> an H. They had these weird like closets. Just, they had like things yeah. like walls like jutted out. Jutted out. The whole yeah. thing was like a diagonal shape. It was, I mean, a whole, like, Hammerschlag is on an angle. Like, the walls are just not parallel with each other. So oh, that's kind of... Yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's like annoying. the hand end right now. Like, there's no 90-degree angles. And we have, like, an architecture major, Thomas, who lives with us, and he always complains about it. Like, the walls are either, like, 83 degrees or, like, 104. <laughs> I mean, the house... Has he measured them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the house is so confusing, because there are, like... Because I think it used to be a duplex that was merged into... It used to be a house that had... It was like two apartments. Two apartments, yeah. and it was merged into one, and it still kind of is like that, because at the entrance, it splits into two doorways that go up and down, and they both have their own keys. And but then there's things like, on the first floor, there's a stairwell behind the kitchen mm-hmm. that, when you open it, leads to nowhere. It just leads to a ceiling. Right. I assume that would have led to the second floor, maybe, Like, but they, they canceled that entrance, because now you only need one entrance, because it's all a house now. It's all And there's house. also two kitchens in the house like one on the first floor and the second so yeah i, I heard that i heard that top floor kitchen has since been abandoned it's pretty bad i uh i keep like my ice pack in there for like sometimes when i'm like ice uh-huh. my knee or whatever late at night and i don't have to walk down i live on the third floor of that house uh for our listeners and like the main fridge that we all use is all on the first floor but uh-huh. i keep my ice pack in the second floor freezer so if i'm ever hurt i don't have to walk down two flights of stairs walk back up yeah so like and it's why, terrible. why is it abandoned? Why are the, even the refrigerator is abandoned? Uh, like who does anyone use it? Yes. Yeah, so how we planned it like the so there's six people in the house and uh, three of them live on the second floor with that second kitchen. One lives on the first floor. That's Xu Ming, and two of us live on the third floor. So how it usually is is like the pe- three people on the second floor take that kitchen, and the two on the third floor combined with the first person on the first floor we all use the first floor kitchen but how it happened this year is that the three or two of the three on the second floor are just like some of the messiest people ever and bacteria runs rampant in that kitchen now because it's only theirs and it got so bad to where even they started to take notice and they were like never mind we're gonna use the first floor kitchen as well so they they scorched earth it and just left it pretty much 
Yeah. They, they sucked it up of its resources. Will anyone be able to use it again? Ooh. Our landlord promises for the next tenants that he will do a deep clean, so... There's like the some dude. That's coming not, out. You guys aren't getting your security deposit back. There's yeah. some dude who's not getting paid enough to clean that kitchen in that bathroom. I got a nasty amount taken out of my <clears> deposit <throat> last year for no reason. I vacuumed the place. Wait, so who decided that you got money to take out your security deposit? Well, I got my deposit back, and then they would run cleaning, and then you get your deposit back every year. Oh, yeah, just okay. Because they do cleaning. I don't know why, but it was it was it was cruel. We at Carnegie National have a lot of interesting security deposit issues. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Ian before. He's pretty upset about his uh, his little debacle with Shuming. I don't know if you've heard about that, Juva, but Did that's it's becoming one of the uh, the, I, yeah, the, the climax. I, I heard <laughs> the scandals of, of the century. It wasn't gonna... like like he thought it was like Ian said it, he paid for like one third of it, but he only paid one fourth. So Shuming paid one third, but that difference between the third and the fourth. He paid extra and the like math, he wanted back. The math right? checks out, Something and Shuming like got his money back as he should have. So, but I mean, Ian is quite upset. He <laughs> has an argument that he's building. <laughs> He'll get a rebuttal. Uh, yeah. he's gonna have a rebuttal. His mom's a lawyer. So oh, that's right. is it gonna be like high school debate where like you, you have a set time for like a rebuttal? Oh, we should like, do that. We're gonna we set bring it them up. both yeah, on. This, yeah. After after Ian Harris, I mean, Ian Harris is our planned uh, next week. Once the trilogy's over. Once yeah. the trilogy's over, and then we're gonna have the. We're going to have Ian Harris, and then we're going to start the Booty Warriors trilogy. The true climax. Because that's, that's when how we can bring back Xu Ming, because Xu Ming is also a Booty Warrior. Is that? <laughs> is that a pentology? A pentology? I think it's going to just be the Booty Warrior saga. The saga, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Franchise. Josh, didn't you, you sent an article about the Booty Warrior and an update on his life. Oh, oh. Fleece Johnson. Fleece Johnson. Dude, isn't he getting released He's soon? He's staged for release soon, finally. After when are we getting him on the podcast? Yeah, oh yeah. he's a must-have. He, he's he's up mu- there with this. He's definitely a must-have. Like, Elliot. Fleece Johnson, if you're in time, in town, um, you can come on to this podcast. We can discuss the importance of uh, <laughs> booty. Do you guys you count know, as booty. men? Like, ma- like Man's butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's more important than drinking water. It's more important than food. More important than eating food. What is your opinion on Fleece Johnson? Fleece, a very interesting man. I, I honestly... Like I, I like so. I I was first introduced to the Boondocks by Xu Ming and, and Evan, and I had no idea what I was watching the first time because I they showed me the Boondocks clip first, and then like the because I didn't believe he was real, so they showed me this cartoon and like it's like animated. And I'm like, oh no way, Fleece Johnson's real. Like he pull up to the Chris Hansen show. And, I think it was Elliot who showed us. Yeah, I know, but like I saw the Boondocks part first, yeah. and then they showed me like the actual interview with Fleece Johnson. I was like, there's no way this is real. This is like. You know, like, those fake news sites that, like, use real footage and, like, have, like, some seemingly legit articles. I thought it was one of those, but then, uh, I you, think... You did your research. I did my research uh, on the dark web, page two of Google search, <laughs> and it turns out it's true. He's a real man, and he's now moving to your neighborhood. <laughs> Everyone, simultaneously. He's coming to a neighborhood near you. Coming to a neighborhood near you, the booty warrior himself, Fleece Johnson. I mean, like that was back when we lived in a uh, in a uh, back in in, in, West, in Wing. West Wing. Yeah. Because like we would we had our TV that we got, and so we True. would just like load up like just dumb YouTube videos and just watch them. And like we we really like just used technology because we had it. Like like West Wing was weird. We had like the TV and the sound bar there, and it was like in that living room. Uh huh. And we would just play music because we could, and we would play like Fortnite just because we could. Like not even because yeah, we were... it was like. 
You got class in 30 minutes? Let's uh, hop back in West Wing and play a <laughs> game of Fortnite. <laughs> I would literally be, like, in the locker room, like, chilling, doing some homework before class. And I would get a text, be like, yo, let's run duos in Fortnite. <laughs> and I would run back, and we, we would play. And then I would run to class and be, like, five minutes late. Yeah, that's because uh, that's because Shuming also had his PS4 in his room. And so, like, you could, like, talk to each other and play yeah. at the same time. They really, they need to get on split screen. Can they do that yet? No, technology's not there yet. Fortnite <laughs> fell off one because of the lack of split screen and the abundance of 13-year-olds. Younger. Wait, I thought that they came out with split screen. I remember hearing that. That was maybe a new... No way. New... No way. I, no. I tried playing the summer, up. like, bef- I'll look it up. before this school year started, I'm pretty they sure still didn't is... have split screen. Yeah, I, I think, think it has as of December 2019. Anyways. Wait, so how does, how does two-player work? Do you have, like, different devices? Yeah, we had two PS4s, yeah. and Shiming was in his room on his monitor, and we were in the That's living true. room, and we would just, like, scream, be like, yo, get the wood, get the wood, get the wood. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, like, have great mics. I only we had two mics. No, we, we would literally just scream. Like, yeah, we just yell. We'd leave all the doors open. <laughs> yeah, it, it does have split screen. Wow. As they solved like, one, last year. Late they solved one issue. It was, it was great in, in that dorm, because, like, you could just, like, listen in on every conversation that took place in the entire, like dorm air like wing area yeah. so like evan would be talking to druva and you just like hear something that piqued your interest and you just like walk all the way over <laughs> and start and join in yeah and you could play around. music for the whole suite like that central speaker we had literally went to all rooms like yeah, except elliot could blast your country music for, uh, we could. Yeah. for all to hear except for elliot yeah elliot was supposedly elliot's room was just we, we played country roads a lot actually that's true. We played all kinds of songs. I have this one video where I was the last person to vacate that room at the end of sophomore year, and it's like shout to that room. just a uh, shout to that room five five thirty West Wing, and it's just I'm playing Country Roads on Spotify and going through all the rooms that are cleaned out. There's like no sheets on the bed. Evans never had one, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, and like no trash cans, nothing. And then as the as I exit the suite and the door closes, like they hit the last line of the hook, and it's like take me home, Country Roads. Wow, it's very sad. It's very sad. I, that that reminded me of uh, this Evan story because Evan, his freshman year, bought like a little a, like a mini mattress that you put on top of your mattress to like a make, it, make a topper to make it softer. And so like it's after soft. freshman year, he can't take it home because he's going back to Japan. So he leaves it in uh, in Midway, or, or formerly known as the sophomore house, uh, right. one of our cross country team houses. And so he leaves it in like the basement, their oh, basement. God, I remember this. And so like. Over, like, the course of three months, this, like, I don't know, like, this cushiony thing acquires, like, a lot of moisture and a lot of, like, bugs. And so <laughs> he, uh, he, like, brings it back finally after sophomore year. He, dra- he, like, actually probably, like, a couple weeks into school is when he goes and retrieves it and drags it all yep. the way back to West Wing. And he goes to sleep on it. And the thing is, like, ridden with, like, I don't know, like, either adjutant, like, creatures or... <laughs> Or maybe just, like, like I don't know, some kind of muskiness that just irritates your skin. So, like, he would just, like, couldn't, he wouldn't be able to fall asleep because he would just be so itchy. <laughs> and yeah, and it took him, like, a long time. And so his mom eventually had to, like, order him a new one from, like, not from Japan, but she bought it for him and shipped it to him. And then he, I think, I don't think we ever got rid of it, actually. We put it underneath his bed. After leaving, actually, after leaving it out in the sun, you're right? We did, and we would uh, we would have a uh, uh, track and cross country recruits sleep on it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it didn't seem that they had any problems with it. <laughs> Wait, this. didn't I sleep on it for like a week? You also, yeah, when you uh, had your hip surgery, I did. Yeah, you did. I slept on it. Wow, you slept I remember. You I was an honorary member of the Booty Warriors. You're in West Wing for yeah, a bit. You can join in on the Booty Warriors saga. <laughs> Evan, 
Evan's sleeping situation was very unique that year, though. Because, like, not only did he have that weird mattress topper from Midway, but he just didn't own pillows or sheets. Like, if, if you go to Cardinal Mountain, you know the twin XLs they give you are just, like, default, like, shitty spring, like, blue mattresses with, like, mm-hmm. this really weird, like, texture to them. And, like, if you, like, rub your nails across it, it makes a weird sound. Yeah. It's, like, that weird fake leather fabric. And he would just literally sleep on that. I think we... we <laughs> We counted out the weeks. He got it, like, towards the end of fall semester. He finally got sheets, which is, like, it. Like we don't live in a place that's far away from, like, Target's or, like, any sheet retailer. Yeah, we, we live in a city. We are, There's also Amazon. <laughs> yeah, like. get shipped there. <laughs> but with, like, cross-country preseason accounted for, it took him, like, 13 weeks to get sheets. To get sheets, but did he put them on? Ooh, I think he might have. That was that was a quick step for him. <laughs> what he didn't do still though was get pillows because he would just bundle up like a bunch of sweatshirts he didn't use <laughs> oh and he would just rest his head on those. And see, like, I, like where is priorities at if they're not pillows? Like, that that should be something that like you just want immediately. Your room also started to acquire like some kind of funk. Yeah, it was so. So the living situation in West Wing is it, there's a common living room for all five people in the suite. There's two doubles and one single. And a bathroom. And a bathroom. So Elliot Robson was in the single. Josh and Xu Ming were in a double. And it was me and Evan sharing the double. First of all, I would like to point out, they put me with Evan in the double because they both didn't want to. And I was absent on the day that we had to sign the lease. <laughs> I was at a track meet and they were like, oh, uh, how should we break this up? And they were yeah, like, it was, it was oh. just me and Xu Ming because yeah. we went, you had to like, when you registered for houses, no, it was me, Xu Ming, and Elliot. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and I think, and we wrote, and we gave Elliot the single because he, he was the he was the holder for it. He was the, I mean, he was the retainer of uh, the house. Yeah, so was, and then they they let me in with Evan, and that was uh, quite a ride. Hey, we almost so the first day we we were there, we asked for uh, like lofted bed materials, right? Oh, you're we we all gonna put all of your beds in one room, we were, <laughs> and we then you're gonna, gonna have an entertainment room. Yeah. We were gonna have we were gonna have the quad room. <laughs> with, <laughs> With two bunk beds and then have like another living room space, activity, room. Like an activity, yeah, activity we, room, a wrestling room. <laughs> it could be a yoga room. Do you guys still room. do that thing Group like yoga. on site where where you just like tackle each other? Does Who that... me and Josh? Yeah, I wish, but I, I broke my ankle. Josh broke his ankle, so, it had so to is stop. it on hiatus? It's on Actually, hiatus. We t- Did you do it when like Tim had hip surgery. Yeah. So what's the let up here? <laughs> Josh, you're looking pretty soft right now. Tim, Tim was healthier. <laughs> Tim recovered faster. I'm getting old now. Uh. <laughs> Actually, I think that stopped after I like had that uh, whole fainting thing because I had like ch- stitches on my chin. So like whenever uh, Tim and yeah. I would run it at each other, I would like bump my chin like because it's just the way wrestling is, uh, <laughs> and it would just hurt. And then so I was like, all right, yeah. I can't do this anymore. For those, have you, of us, have you guys already talked about this? Yeah, for, no, okay. we've never talked about it. For, but those my, you, for those of you who don't know, whenever there was, there was a good stretch of three years, whenever easy. Josh would see Josh and I would see each other, it would just be both of us would just go into a fit of rage and just <laughs> <laughs> charge at each other. It and, was literally on site, like. <laughs> a lot of rappers claim to have beef on site, but like nothing comes close to Tim Bialino and Josh Calipos. There was times I see Tim like on the cut, like in the middle of campus on the lawn. You tackled me on I the would, cut. I would, I would, I would. I was pretty. I was. I was surprised. I would full charge from like a hundred meters away and like just be like dead sprint, just so like just when by the time Tim turns around and looks at me coming, it's too late. Like I already am like moving at like ten meters a second. Yeah. Like, Makes you wonder why they're the only two who have had surgery in the past four years. That's unrelated. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one pretty epic bout that we had. I remember one time in West Wing, the two of us were fighting 
for a solid 20 minutes. And it got to the point where probably Evan Druva and Shuming were all standing around watching. I do remember they, this. They, were all, they picked their favorites for the fight. They were jerking off. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <There> was, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember there was a timer on it. And we just we were going at it. Like It just didn't stop. I think this might have been one of the only fights that ended in a stalemate. Probably. I was exhausted. Do you have decisive winners each time? Like how Josh has won. Josh Josh used to win pretty consistently. How does... It's, I, I put him in a lock. Okay. And then, like, it kind of, we kind of just, like, roll around for a bit. And then, like, <laughs> at the end, yes, Tim has to concede. I started, I started to figure out how to get a little bit more, like, just, like, squirmy and just, like, sort of escape from Josh's... <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of, like, I kind of, like, have to, you got to coil around and, like, just, like, lock in these awkward body positions because, like, you want to make, you want to take advantage of your bones. Yeah, you do. Would you ever put, like, extra study hours in this, like, look up, like, film of, like, wrestlers? So I actually, I learned a few tricks this summer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I paid for this class. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Hunter and I, were, we, we had a couple of fights over the summer, and he taught me some of the tricks he knows, because apparently his best friend from, like, grade school was uh, just, like, a wrestler, and he would just practice on Hunter. He would beat the crap <laughs> nice. out of Hunter most times, but Hunter just, like, learned how to defend himself. So he, like... <laughs> he, he taught me he taught me a couple of moves that I, I've tried to use on Josh but the, since we had to put our fights on hiatus I wasn't really able to get too much practice in the only the only wrestling moves I know are uh, is the the half and the full Nelson <laughs> like and they're banned or the full Nelson is banned from like usually competitive wrestling I feel what well, is the full Nelson? the full Nelson is like when you um, kind of uh, yes, pod, podcast people won't be able to see it but like when you reach under them and then do this and like uh, so okay. you have both you have both your arms like under their underneath armpits. their armpits, and then you kind of put your hands behind their head, and they really like they cannot move in that position. It's really tough to break out of. I can imagine that. And but and so you're allowed to do the half now. I was pretty tense in that because it's a uh, <laughs> half demonstration. <laughs> oh no, he's got me. Did, 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 did you feel uh, did you feel dominated? I, I, like, felt, really, I felt pretty defeated. I beta mommy. I, sh- I should have made you just call me dad. You would, know? <laughs> dude. We should. That's just. A, he's like, getting a call. Yeah, it's me. Oh, I see. Yeah. That should be if we ever have someone on the podcast who acts up. We have a guest. Josh is putting the <laughs> full Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Just like, and they're like, "Listen to you. Like, <laughs> you're gonna follow our rules." I mean, back I don't back in the day in uh, high school cross country, on like the first snow day, like we'd wrestle in the snow in the snow, and have a snowball fight, and then uh, go back to practice. And like our coach would be like, "Why are you all like sopping wet?" Because like, <laughs> and then we'd all say we like ran into a snow drift or something like that. <laughs> doesn't make much sense, but it was a worthy excuse. We used to do some crazy stuff in the snow in high school. We used to have, like, a tradition where, like, once a week we would do barefoot strides on, like, the snow. What? And, like... <laughs> what? And eventually... Was that, like, your workout? Like, no, it was oh, just, no, like, just just for fun. And, like, several times it, it was just, like, we would also just take our shirts off and just do it, like, just for, like, the rush of just being extremely cold for, like, one stride. Um, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous looking back on it, but... One time, oh, yeah. one time, uh, it snowed a whole bunch and it was like a day we were supposed to have a workout. And so our head coach made the, uh, assistant coach shovel out all of lane one on the track. And then in the end, we didn't even use it. What? <laughs> 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 it was a horrible move. I felt really bad, but, uh, is this, uh, Tom Donnelly? No, not, no, uh, not, uh, in high school. Oh, okay. In high school, just different different characters, different characters, different folk. I had a good story too. The this was probably my junior year of high school, maybe sophomore year. There was a a kid the grade above me. He he wasn't very 
he wasn't very fast, and he didn't really like try very hard. Um, and our coach knew that he was kind of just like a goofball on the team. Um, team goofball. Classic. Yeah, and there was just like a, a snowman. It, was, it had snowed like I guess a day or two before, and there was a big snowman in the middle of the field, and we were on the track about to do some kind of workout. And our coach said, uh, "Andrew, if you like sprint full speed at that snowman and tackle it, you don't have to do the workout." <laughs> oh, that's easy money. And he sprinted full speed and tackled it. I think he hurt his shoulder. <laughs> how, how big was this snowman? I mean, like, probably about really, our height. Like, it, it, was, really it was pretty big. Should have worn pads. If it was one of those yeah, solid ice snowmen. I mean, he just kind of heard it and he turned and ran. Like, he didn't even answer him. He was like, I'm just, he just went and did it. It was funny. Yeah, I'd, I'd laugh. He, he earned that not workout. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. I also just realized. I think I said once a week. I meant it was like once a it was like once a year. We did it. That's it was, what I, I no, yeah, I was. Yeah. I, I I remember Correction. saying that. And then it was, yeah. yeah, but um. Fortunately, I cannot add any snow stories. <laughs> I'm from I'm from California. We we just had wildfires. They uh-huh. just just, just <laughs> as fun. Play, play around in them. <laughs> I remember. We I mean, barefoot through the wildfire. <laughs> I I used to run cross country in high school a bit. Fireball fights. <laughs> We'd have like morning practice, and we lived near this mountain called Mount Diablo. Oh, I know that. Mount Diablo was on fire one day. Whoa. Very, very fitting. Um, and oh, you can yeah. see, like, it's about, like, five to ten miles away from our high school track. And you can just see it in the distance. Like, it's, like, 6 a.m., like, really dark, but, like, the mountain's on fire. Like, <laughs> there's just a triangle of flames in the distance. And that was about the coolest thing I ever did in my running career. I only ever looked at Mount Diablo. Because whenever I was, when I was working at Google, I'd run on these marshes. And then me and Narain... Shout out to Narain. Shout out to We would be running in these marshes, and then it's kind of like this flat, I don't know, like bay marsh. Oh, so like John in, Edwards? In like, the distance. No, if in uh, something Edwards. If you're like on like the most northern part of Sunnyvale, okay. you just run into these water marshes. Yeah. Where I guess where all the sewage and all the uh, landfills are. Like near the bay, like near the actual yeah, water. Near yeah, near the water. And so, like, I mean... You, Mount Diablo is pretty tall, so you can see it from everywhere. Yeah, and we're in, we're in the Silicon Valley, so there's mountains all shout around. Out, shout out Mount Diablo. I have a fun fact I'm going to plug about it. Um, it has, like, the second most unobstructed view in the world. Like, if you stand at its peak and you look out, you can see the second farthest from that point that you can from anywhere else in the world. And number one is, like, Mount Kilimanjaro. Does that have to do with elevation? It has to do with elevation of a mountain and, like, everything. it being in a valley. Like, literally everything else is flat. Yeah. So yeah, I guess like Mount Everest being surrounded by other mountains yeah. is not going to be as good. Yeah. Like for perspective, Mount Diablo is only like I want to say like nine thousand feet. Yeah, it's tall. not a huge. Mountain. It's not big at all. Like maybe one fourth size of Everest, but like it's yeah. just Silicon Valley's right next to it, so you can just see far. Yeah. Have you ever been to Rancho Park? I live right by Rancho Park. Different Rancho Park, probably. I think. <laughs> not the the this one's by uh, Cupertino. No, <laughs> I know the Rancho Park in San Ramon. There's a Rancho Park that I was near, mm-hmm. and I um, one day like me, uh, Steve Cool, shout out Steve Cool, and the rain, and maybe actually I don't think Will was there, uh-huh. but we like did this run, which was like this run, and then the top of the basically the top of Rancho Park is this mountain called Black Mountain, and so you can run to the top of Black Mountain, and it's like a like a 6,000 foot climb or something. No, is it? It's not elevation gain in total. It's, it's going up and down, maybe five or six. You, you saw you saw my logs on Strava. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. That's no, a lot. No, actually, no, it was sure not. I, I, no, it's not. It's probably not. It's probably like a, probably like two, probably three, two or three thousand. Three thousand. I've doubled it. My bad. Still a lot of climbing. And you kind of like reach the top and you could just like see the whole valley. Mm. That was really nice. 
uh, yeah, I mean, it, I just remember that run specifically because it, it hurt so bad because some of the, the inclines were actually like you could not run up them without putting your hands on your knees and just like pushing yourself up. Like my quads were dead. My calves were dead. I actually like almost got like, cause like not many people were crazy enough to run up it. Like I got like top 10 on like all the segments in Strava. Uh, shout out to Strava and shout out to Strava.com slash Carnegie Natural. Hit us up. Do you guys, what, you have like a current national Strava? It's a club. We do, yeah. Yeah, yeah wait, speaking of, yeah, you should get on Strava. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> my jump workouts. Yeah. Speaking of plugs, uh, Carnegie Natural at gmail.com. Yeah, email I was us. Say. No, didn't we get, we also got an email yeah. from a certain <laughs> someone. True. And, <laughs> from uh, our guest. We should, we should, <laughs> we should, we should, we should, we should I didn't look. know this. You were so excited about being on the podcast that you emailed us before. I, honestly, I, I thought about Ian as soon as I saw this content. I guess Josh will tell you what the email was first, and then I can uh, explain. I got a load of Joel Miller. Yeah, I, I got an email from Joel Miller, first of all, in response. I was like, what? <laughs> Why? It's because I... Carnegie Natural, they asked us for like your name when you made an email, and of course I put Joel Miller, our good friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I have never talked to this man once in my life. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it says it says from it says from Joel Miller, Carnegie Natural. <laughs> yeah. I think it's silly that you need a name. I don't know. And it says, uh, I wonder if recently mentioned guest ENT would consider wearing these new text Crocs. Uh, it meant to say Yeezy. I guess Ye- that Yeezy, Yeezy Crocs. Um, it's, um, there's a Twitter link, and I guess I will put that in the link dump, which you can find at CarnegieNatural.com. Yeah. Episode, oh, it's ep- I forgot to say that it was episode 12. We're at episode 12. We're at episode 12. Season and you will three. see these uh, Yeezy Crocs. Yeah, so everybody's favorite eclectic celebrity Kanye West has like the Yeezy chew line or whatever and he now makes what he calls foam runners but they're really just Crocs they look like Crocs they are they look a lot like Crocs in fact and they're probably gonna be really expensive but I was just wondering if in addition to his normal Crocs his leather Crocs and his other Crocs a lot of Crocs Ian Harris would be interested in these he might need some going out Crocs like you know you want to hit the town what about party Crocs these could be those. These could, yeah. I mean, they could be dual purpose. What about? I mean, like, what are what are all the situations in your life you need Crocs for? Work, exercise, around the house. I think Ian works, works the other Weddings? way. I think Ian's Weddings. like, what situations in life? Funerals. Can I wear Crocs for? You like twist it. <laughs> it's not like what would Crocs be good for. It's when can I get away? What with situations Crocs? life would be good for Crocs? <laughs> when will someone comment on my Crocs? The birth of your firstborn child, like. <laughs> Crocs? That's what the easy Crocs would be good for. Where uh, the birth of your firstborn child. I mean, first impressions are, are a big deal. <laughs> yeah, first impressions are a big deal. Your kid Will can, like, and... his eyes barely work, and he just Will sees his dad. He's got to know his daddy's woke. $200 Crocs. <laughs> He's got the drip. <laughs> daddy's, 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 daddy's got the drip. Got the drip. <laughs> Someone needs to get Ian a shirt that says that. <laughs> I'm like... I was actually, like, one time looking to buy, like, there's, like, a website called, like, dadshirts.com or something like that, where you just buy these shirts that are truly just awful. <laughs> like, they're so, they're so, not bad as in, like, wrong, but, like, I had a friend who bought some back home in Mount Lebanon, and one of the shirts that he has is just, like, this big meatball on it, and it's just, and it just says in big red text, this dad needs some spaghetti. <laughs> and, 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 oh, no. And every time, every time we hang out, like, or every other time, because he has to wash it, like, he will be wearing that shirt, and it just, it's just, I don't know, so, so yeah. funny, because it's just like, we're always like, get this man some spaghetti, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this a, guy yeah. needs some meatballs. 
I actually have a very funny story about like those types of t-shirts. So in to... in high school, I used to when we were me and my boys in high school were sophomores. We we thought we were cool and like we would ask all these dumb existential questions. And so we made a Facebook page called Philosophomores. Great name. Don't you don't have to compliment me. Thanks. Um, and we would just put out like a daily <laughs> philosophical question. But like whatever. That Facebook page is no longer used, and we didn't delete it. I guess. But um, so it's just kind of there, inactive, and I kept getting like these Facebook billing invoice statements that like your credit card has been processed. I was like, what am I trying to buy on Facebook? Like Farmville credit? And I, <laughs> hey, I, I check on Facebook, and it's this page that's linked to my Facebook, which is Philosophmores. And someone hacked in and has been trying to like promote ads for these like boomer T-shirts <laughs> of the same kind. And it's like it's like if you don't like guns and beer and hot dogs and pizza and, and America. get get out of my country and like <laughs> terrible font like horrible graphic design but like they've been trying to push these ads out for a while like From- link to my facebook account and facebook keeps like emailing me like please pay for these ads and i'm like no so uh that is to be resolved i found this out last week <laughs> wait that's crazy what the heck yeah so wow. unbeknownst to me i have been selling these types of t-shirts to folks I may have even sold the spaghetti t-shirts to that man. <laughs> this dad needs some spaghetti. <laughs> there was he has another good one, but I have no, I don't remember what it was. Graphic seen. design is their passion. <laughs> Whoever that one singular person is that designs all of them. Yeah, I think I mean uh, I have to look him up. There was like I was just browsing, perusing the website, uh, but there's definitely like ones. They're all just like maybe like bragging about being a dad. Like I'm on my child's sleep schedule. Or something. You got to love boomer humor. That's. I mean, there is definitely like the middle school. Like when are we? We're Gen Z. We're, we're millennials. We're zoomers. Uh, we're, we're not millennials. Okay, we well, just missed it by like whatever two it is. Years. When we were in middle school, there's definitely that wave of T-shirts that was also like terrible graphic design. That would be like, oh, I it, don't uh, like to yeah. do my homework. Is yeah, that yeah. is that stick figure guy on it? I don't well, know. that, but also just like I know what in you're general, talking about. Just and, generic like yeah. And there's like, whoops! I guess my dog ate my homework, and it was like this like really crappy cartoon dog with like a cheetah ball or like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. No. It was like we we had Gen Z had our fair share of terrible T-shirt designs too. So boomers, you're not alone. This is, yeah, there's a lot of we're things from from our childhood. Doomers. I remember. Doomers. Doomers. There was there was that like. There was a span of a couple years where there were those like bracelets for breast oh, cancer. Silly bands. No, so, no, I heard. <laughs> there were the silly bands. Yes, the, 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 the boobies. I heard boobies. Oh, those were okay, so yeah. popular. So yeah. popular. <laughs> they got. I think. I guess people got them at like Hot Topic. I don't, where do you get those things? I don't know. But they were like so Zoomies. <laughs> Zoomies. Yeah, that store was. That's is that store still around? <sighs> Might be. I don't even. I remember my brother went there once and. They like stole his credit card information. <laughs> it's it's not. They then use that credit card to link to my Facebook account <laughs> and promote these T-shirts. Yeah, silly bands were silly bands were, they were, were pretty big. big. For they got banned week. at probably every single school yeah. after about a week for some reason. Uh, what was the reason? Was I don't the know. If they got banned from my I school. People well, were they were like currency. Them, well, yeah. But, like, oh yeah, were, I think they, they like, were. They were afraid of like small like, them, yeah. like dealers like starting and people yeah, were, like yeah. selling them to yeah. Like there was a black market for silly bands in my school. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's gateway apparel. Yeah, and then there was the off-brand silly bands. Oh yeah, what? Jeez, there were brands of silly bands. Silly bands. How do you 
like so they advanced with the brands, but of course everyone copied it. Uh, you can just make colorful shaped uh, rubber but bands. There's no way to shame people for having off-brand ones. Yeah, like the OG fidget, fidget spinners. Like the things aren't big enough to actually have like some type of brand logo on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean you, you also can just you can tell my friend can't, can't patent bracelets that are colored and like you can make any shape you want. Yeah, that's true. And then I feel like you can't patent that. But you can. Too much. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just remember a big thing from middle school being uh, candy grams. Candy grams? I remember those. What were those? Those are just like you would like, it'd be like a fundraiser and it'd be like maybe around like Valentine's Day and it's like buy like your like true love candy for 50 cents and then like in the middle of like homeroom like someone would come and distribute candy grams. Yep. Is that not still a thing mm-hmm. today? I feel like that's oh, just, it's totally yeah, still It's probably still a thing. It, I just, it, yeah, it, people didn't stop buying each other candy I grams. I think it's still a thing like on college school. campus. Like there was definitely like a CMU class 2020 post like some club was fundraising that would be like well, there's a whole class they had to do it for. There was the entrepreneurship for engineers, the or entrepreneurship for non-business majors, I think. One of the business classes where you have to, it's basically like a bunch of engineers who have to like make a certain amount of money. And sell oh, things. I know that. And like one of the, I think one of the projects was like Valentine's Day based and oh, they had yeah. to like sell a bunch of Valentines to people, which that's kind of, that sounds like a tough homework assignment. Yeah. I would never want to take a class. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Jugo, what, what are some of your favorite middle school memories? Dude, That's true. I, Back to middle school. I don't, as always. <laughs> like, my, my sister's in middle school right now. There's, like, a pretty big age gap between us. Wait, what, how old is she? She is 13. Or, great. I don't know how Eighth. old my youngest sister is. Eighth. Eighth? All right. You know, she's, terrible. She's a, she's, a, <laughs> she's a year younger than your sister, then. Uh, yeah. And so, like, I don't know, oftentimes, like, she'll have friends over at home, and, like, I'll just reflect on oh, dude. what I was like in middle Same. school, and I, I've become, I've come to realize that middle schoolers are terrible human beings. <laughs> like, that, that's about the time when you, when you realize that, like, oh, you can, like, be cool by, like, putting other people down, or, like, being mean, and, like, you just try to stretch that as far as you can, and you just, like, yell actually terrible insults at people in the hope for clout. And I realized that middle schoolers are S tier bullies, like, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I was just realizing because I was like, I was at home and like, and I didn't even know what I was doing in the summer. Like I, I worked uh, in the Bay Area, which is where I live, so I would just commute from home, and like my sister would have friends over or whatever, and like they were playing like some type of games, and like I have my old Xbox 360, and they were playing on that, and they would just like yell crap at me all the time while they were playing they're like oh you're so old and they would like literally just go in on me and i'm like you're playing on my xbox can you please calm down <laughs> i don't know though you know as, as jacob Halzowski said a couple episodes ago uh if you're a bully you feel better than you make the person feel bad so it's <laughs> bullying isn't that good how do you feel about that philosophy i wait because jacob said that he was a bully when he was a kid i don't believe and this. that when he bullied others he felt better about himself about no, himself but like, more more so than more so than they felt bad so, so it was an overall net gain. oh is it aggregate happiness like yeah, yeah the, increase the oh, society so gets better net gain bullying. of bullying is positive yeah, yeah. that was well, his, his of his bullying of his bullying and maybe of other bullying. bullying he's just always believed that was true about bullying That's very creative bullying yeah Ian's just going i mean maybe he was just like a very inspirational bully that inspired kids to do better that's not what it sounds like Jacob would point the laser in a bus driver's eyes and just 
Oh, see what happens. See what yeah. happens. <laughs> like while they were driving. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and he was on the bus. Yeah. Put a, put the life uh, of him. And life in the. He's like Jesus, <laughs> take the wheel, and then <laughs> shines the light in uh, uh, the bus driver's uh, eyes. A very smart move there. So. I know. Uh, I mean, I can't. <laughs> Can you hear that? I totally can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just pots and pans galore. I think that's because he, he's upset about. The yeah, last he's upset. Yeah, yeah, he's that's, upset. He's just like gone to hand over there, hand over like that deposit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that. Um, I mean, I don't. I can't recreate it, but John Mulaney, for those who are fans, uh, he does a pretty good bit on Ian middle schoolers. Oh, does no, he actually? Not on Ian. No, on yeah. <laughs> on Ian. <laughs> I wish someday that'd be something. Right, you're gonna you're gonna have to find that link and send it to me. I, that's what I was going for. Hopefully, you can put in the link. Was the one like? Wait a minute. That's the thing I'm insecure about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. Middle schoolers will find a way to, to hit you where it hurts the most. They really do, dude. S tier, Palatina, and then like middle school. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh that's what transition. What's the Palatina? Smash. Wait, oh, uh, it's on. We got a we got a big smash in the room today. Uh, talking about something. No, hey. I was like, there's that one uh, key and peel where like it's uh one of them's the bully and one of them's the uh. Bullied. Like bully, bullied guy and like the kid rather than like when he's bullying him is just like rather than like saying like mean things he's like saying things about his like insecurities but it's also like bullying the guy do you know this one no i don't know you I'm don't link dump. link dump. <laughs> oh my god it's like it's like why are you doing this to me it's it's because my dad beats me every night and then, <laughs> and then like his friends are like yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah and then <laughs> oh and like the, the dad shows up and it's just like it's like come in son like i don't love your mama no more and, <laughs> and that's why i take it all on you and the guy's like it's like is this where in. the daddy's got a new toy like thing started in west wing oh no that's that was just me oh okay that was just Josh. <laughs> that's just when, his... I, when, I, when i when i burst into the room and i'm like daddy's home and he's drunk and he's got a new toy <laughs> and he's like got... whip his belt out <laughs> like where's this coming from <laughs> Yeah, it's actually Shuming runs into his room and closes the door. <laughs> that's actually my my part of my deepest insecurities. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, also what living Westwood was like. <laughs> yeah, everything was just we would always uh people would just burst in at random times and yell things. Like Tim would just burst in and tackle Josh. Josh would just burst in and pull off his belt and pretend like he was gonna beat the crap out of us. <laughs> Evan would just burst daddy, in daddy was home. no sheets in his hand and proceed to sleep on his bed. Evan was, would come in and eat trash. <laughs> he would eat really ripped on him. He would eat bad macaroni and other just bad foods. Hey, he's shown uh, some progress. Over he's shown the past progress. Few years. He's had some lows, but there's definitely been more highs. The worst was uh, having to take out the trash because, like, we didn't have big trash ba- bags. We didn't. I mean, actually, no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, like our communal floor trash bins. Our living room. Uh, no, our living room trash bin. Yeah, and we like, have to take that out and put it in. Yeah, the communal floor bathroom, which had the, a very tiny, like, circular yeah. hole, and like our bag was easily bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Problem is, I just didn't. Elliot would like. Uh, cram like just infinite chipotle bags into like Yo. a tiny trash can Yo. Yo. <laughs> chipotle <laughs> <laughs> and then like we have to throw them out but that's not not the worst thing ever uh, i'm sorry you want to talk about smash yeah I back to like, the transition okay it was a, that was a pretty golden transition yeah palatina in middle school so middle schoolers. what are your thoughts on super smash bros that's a pretty fun game i uh, i'd say i play it quite often you'd say i would say 
Um, stats would also show. <laughs> <laughs> experts would also agree. Um, but yeah, nine out of ten experts say. <laughs> out of ten dentists say they, <laughs> they smash a lot. Um, yeah, our, our entire house, the Hen Den, we we play a lot of Smash. Um, Evan had like was the first one to get a Switch, and he bought Smash, and we were all ter- terrible at first because none of us were really like brawlers or meleeers or anything this was our first experience of the smash first um but we we got better we all picked characters we thought we liked and we just run with it and now we're actually pretty decent evan's approaching elite tier he's on <laughs> right around the cusp he's at five thousand five million gsp ish how is that eddie uh it's not quite there yet <laughs> wow got him where are you at uh oh I I have my, my daily puff is an elite smash, so Ooh. that's like Ooh, six six and a half puff million. Main. How much million? Six and a half, I think. Six and a half. Could it could be wrong, but I think it's around there. Um, that's more than two, uh, and it changes because it's basically like supposedly it's basically the amount of players you're better than. So it's like if you have six and a half million, you're better than six and a half million people who play Jigglypuff, and so. It, and, and it's kind of accurate, I think, because like Christmas came around and like everyone's GSP like went way up. Because, like, all, all the kids get switches for Christmas. All the noobs. Yeah, all the noobs come in. Um, I got a switch for Thanksgiving. Ooh. I, I bought it myself. No one gives it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, happy Thanksgiving. You're switching. <laughs> Say, I'm thankful for myself. Here you go. Yeah, let's move. Thanksgiving or Black Friday? Uh, both. Think, kind of both. Thanks Friday. Yeah. The, the exchange, not not the food place, but the local video game. Oh, did you exchange. get it used? No, um... They had like a new bundle deal where like you get the Switch and Mario Kart for the price oh, of just the Switch. Cool. Yeah, okay. I always like plan to go on my birthday month because like you get like ten percent off or something. Oh, I forgot about and that. And then I always forget. Yeah. And I just I missed it by five days. No. <laughs> Too bad. Sad. Yeah. Out of the PS5 and the new Xbox is coming out this end of the year. End of yeah. the year. Uh, I'll be a full time employee there with loads of cash. Good specs. I don't know. I was I was thinking like as an adult like back in the day like. $10 was, like, everything in the world to me, and then now I spend, like, $20 on food every day, and that's just it's unbelievable. It's just, like, I would, like, save up for, like, a Lego battle pack, and, like, that would be, like, a dollar, like, a week that me and my brother would somehow, like, find, like, nickels or something, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> together we would, like, ask my mom to go to Walmart just to buy this, like, new Lego toy, and that's how we spent all our money for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Know, and then now, I mean, if like if I really wanted a Lego, I would go buy one. But I guess I don't want them anymore. Sad. I mean, the problem is like once you build it, it's very fun building it. But then I don't really know what you do with it. You, you rebuild. I, I guess, but you gotta take it apart. I don't want to take. You it don't take things apart. No. No, I, I build and rebuild. I really have to go home. I don't know where all my Legos are. I have to reorganize them and build them. Maybe take them with me to Boston. Just be like a total weird guy. Just like. My friends come to visit and they just see my Lego collection. They're like, something is wrong. <laughs> Sharply wrong with this man. Yeah. Yeah, how could how could you just give off the weirdest vibes possible? Like starting starting life new after college. Uh, what are some steps country you take? music. Yeah, you tend to know all the lyrics. Yeah, like how do you like how do you appear like just really like not like you're totally crazy, but you're like kind of off. Like maybe one way is just like you they, you walk into someone's room and like all they have is just like just pl- like a lot of uh, plants just everywhere like their whole wall is ivy. That's not bad. That's not. That's yeah, kind of weird. Kind of, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, bionicles. Bionicles. <laughs> 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 like not even Legos. I feel like Legos are too mainstream. You got to take like weird Legos. Oh, like, 
Sorry to rip They're, all the Bionicle fan listeners. Full of uh, anime girl action figures. Oh, figurines. Well, anime very... girl like body pillows. And like it's just no, what like a, that's a, just like a cliche. Oh, weird, what about like a totally a totally normal room except just uh, <laughs> except uh, a body pillow that might of do a, it. a Naruto character <laughs> of Naruto of Naruto <laughs> of Naruto. See, not even too mainstream. And it's like, it. and you're like, what's what's that over there? And it's like, oh, that's my uh, Naruto. That's my waifu. That's my That's my love, Naruto. Completely normal, except for that. Yeah, like completely normal, like like. What's some other things that you could just dream? Give me your worst. Give me your worst. I don't know. I think I think if you're going that direction, that's that's the worst thing you could do. That's, that's the worst thing you could do. That's. I that's, mean, not the abs. Like, I mean, you could have <laughs> dead bodies in your room. Like, I think that'd be pretty bad. Well, that's, <laughs> that's an extreme example. See, I mean, you said you, yeah. What if you just like you walk into the room and there's a bunch of pictures with faces and some X's over <laughs> over some of them. <laughs> You know, like in the movies, where detective movies, where they have like red yarn strung across a bunch of photos, yeah. and news articles. But I saw that. I feel like you trying to catch. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's always someone. Oh There's yeah. Nobody wants it. Pepe Sylvia. I know that. Pepe I know Sylvia. that. I know the meme from it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Oh, is that what their memes from? <laughs> yeah. With, with Charlie, like with the yeah. Yeah. With all the. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this. Yeah, Pepe Sylvia. What if you had a shoe rack, uh, and on it are only crocs and they're color sorted <laughs> oh like wait but they're normal crocs normal like, crocs all, just normal all crocs, the different colors all crocs. the different right. colors that, that, that throw me off that's so weird because like but there's nothing uh, else strange about your house it's huh. really it would be because i i'm a sneakerhead and a lot of times i follow like i mean i follow these instagram accounts and sometimes they'll post photos of like these jordan one collectors who have them in like all colors of the rainbow and they'll literally have like a full wall of like color-coded jordan ones and everybody's like wow like million like so cool it's like you really just switch up the shoe from like jordan ones to crocs and you're fucking weird <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> well one is way more easier to come by imagine <laughs> imagine a bed full of pillows and a bed full of body pillows it's different that's true just change up the body pillows of just all naruto did you say did you say crocs are just anime body pillows is that what you just said yes yeah what about a body full of pillows <laughs> Daryl, how is that? Michelin Man, <laughs> Baymax. Um, I don't know. I mean, probably walking into our house is some uh, red flags. There's uh, yeah, there's a lot of grape juice. For those of you can't see, there's like a two shelves full of like empty grape juice bottles. There's also a xylophone. There's a full Gatorade bottle. There's a full Gatorade bottle. <laughs> uh, there's a box of just not... Venmo five dollars. <laughs> that's not the really the worst thing though like if you walk in I freshman year I had to pay to get on this podcast that's <laughs> yeah. freshman year like Liam and I in our room the first thing you might see when you walk in was just a bunch of uh, upside down Wendy's oh, cups oh man yeah the Wendy's cups Didn't so like we got a whole stack of Wendy's that. cups and the reason that they were upside down is because underneath each uh, cup there was at least one There's dead, dead stink goldfish bug. Oh. stink bug oh I was so close it was a dead animal dead, I was dead stink bug <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh has a has a stink bug season, so like they just roam everywhere, and so like you can't like kill them because they kind of like release some kind of smell that attracts more stink bugs. And so what we would do is we would just we would starve them out by by like kind of catching them and then per- turning them over and putting them on our windowsill. And like I guess you could wait three weeks and like clear them out, but like we just would let them live there 
or not live there. They were all dead. You would let them <laughs> die there. <laughs> was this the recommended strategy for dealing with sink bugs? Or no, was usually like you just inspiration that came. To we you. didn't consult anyone. The no. thing I usually do is flush them down the toilet, but like this it was, was more fun to torture them and far more cruel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they. That's a definite red flag. We also gave them <laughs> names. We, we named... You named your dead the... stink bug collection. Yeah. Oh, we named them after Spongebob villains. Yeah, dude, yeah. That's so much worse than one anime body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's also... It's two people living in a freshman dorm versus one, like, a, an adult, like, living alone. It's so much easier <laughs> to be weird different. as a person living on your own yeah. than living with someone else. Because yeah. if someone comes in and they're like, what's that? I'd be like, oh, it's Josh's thing. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just say it's an inside joke like you just be like yeah like we're, we're funny like yeah, that's true. we like to collect dead bugs and name them after spongebob <laughs> characters but if it's one person who does that if, it's, if it was a single room and they're naming bugs after spongebob oh, that's, characters that's different that's different that's uh <laughs> Is that the uh, biggest factor? <laughs> i don't know about that oh, very tough Drew, we'll be I'm thinking, what if you uh, walked in the person's room and it's just on their wall, just a bunch of pictures of like people he thought was interesting? <laughs> like, well, that's kind of where we've gone before. Ran- just the, random the strings r- tying all these pictures. Random, just random strangers. Like, oh, strangers. Not strangers. Like, not like celebrities. Like maybe just maybe pictures of people he found in the street. The street. It's like, did he take these pictures? He took these pictures. He's okay. just like, oh yeah. no, that's very weird. That's very weird. Very that's weird. probably that's, that's illegal. Leads yeah. to a crime. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm you get that. pretty sure that's not legal. <laughs> what? So, yeah, so what? Are, what are some things that are legal that are creepy? They're just or not creepy, but it's just a red flag. Red flag. That are legal? Like, like that would make you think that a guy like Josh is a little bit off. Maybe like you know how like people have like height markers. Like as you're a kid, you're like, <laughs> but like instead you just ha- hang up like your old clothes, like your old boxers ever since you were five, and you're like, wow, look at the progression of my boxer size. <laughs> I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say he just marks his height and it just yeah. says like every day at the same line for, like the past ten years. <laughs> like, oh, I grow today. <laughs> like sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes it's down. down. <laughs> it's just one black line in the wall. <laughs> what if, like, uh, you go into the guy's house and you find out that he's been collecting all the hair that he's cut off his head <laughs> for the past decade? That's very weird. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's a let's like pretty far. One, this, one, this day, one time in our track might, group meet, shirt. there is this dude on the track team who sent a picture of like the dead skin cells he filed off his foot, and like the it was just a collection of like what looked like white dust, and he sent that picture in our group chat, and he's like, uh, "Aha, about to do some drugs." And then we were like, okay. And he's like, just kidding. These are my dead foot skin cells. <laughs> and we kicked him out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, that's not really like necessarily like a weird personality thing. That was probably just like going for shock factor. I could have probably just get some, some wolves. Yeah, I could see Josh doing that. No, like I really could have done that. <laughs> like when uh, after I got my surgery, I couldn't like wash my foot for a while. And so the bottom of my foot got real, real crusty. Oh. And there was, there was one day where I was like, okay, my wound's healed enough where I can clean my foot. And it was nasty. I was like... I was scraping off layers and layers of just, ugh. Ooh, mm. a foot? A foot. I mean, like... Did you keep it? No, I it's ate it. It's in a jar. <laughs> I pickled it. <laughs> it's fermenting. Yeah. Come Making some tea. <laughs> that would be disgusting. I made, I made made hot cocoa with it. and Just nice and... Jiva, what are your thoughts on kombucha? <laughs> Ew, I, Ew, what the transition? <laughs> fermented, fermented juice was in there. 
I, uh, I just said the word kombucha. Yeah. Oh, the question I mean, had to be asked. He, he's a Bay Area guy. I feel yeah, like not, not kombucha's big, pretty popular. Not big on kombucha. Um, I don't... For, I'm going to start out by saying I don't like carbonated beverages. Okay. Like, the bubbles throw me off. I just don't... I don't like burping when I don't need to. Mm. Um, so, not my thing. And I was like, okay, maybe there's taste in them or, like, health or whatever. So, I tried, like, a few, like, two or three even. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I had was tomato basil flavored Ooh. which is not great because like you think pasta sauce when i say tomato yeah. basil and it was kombucha and it was terrible it was like people say kombucha is like non-alcoholic beer this is way way worse this is just like dirt from like your hippie neighbor like the dirt from underneath their toenails but it was somehow a carbonated <laughs> beverage yeah that's <laughs> that's about like, that's about yeah. the same like level of terrible as like drinking carrot juice or something like that i love like, carrot i think juice. carrot juice is better than yeah <laughs> there's carrot a lot of nice. i feel like, like this juice. podcast we're just unearthing unearthing a lot of like differing opinions about things of what people like and what we don't i mean yeah we're so tomato basically so like, stand against us what I stand against you because we all like carrot juice, and you don't. You like carrot juice too, yeah. Eddie, do you like carrot juice? Do you have an opinion? I don't know if I've had straight carrot juice. I think I would probably like it. It's not bad. It's, it's like, not like like just, I like carrots. Yeah, so. I don't particularly like, like it, but I don't think it's like repulsive. What about tena- oh, tomato juice? I mean, tomato juice that doesn't sound sorry. Right. Like I don't V8. like yeah yeah VA sounds like it's kind of salty. I mean, it's like I haven't had it in a while. I don't know. It's what about like all the like kale smoothie stuff? What are your thoughts on that? I like that. Oh, I mean, they like usually that? mask the kale with other stuff. Yeah, like yeah. they usually like a lot of fruits in there. Yeah. And like, like when you put when you put celery in a smoothie, like you can't just have celery. I'll drink celery it. Celery is terrible. You, you just oh have fiber. Goodness. Celery yeah. is terrible. Celery is awful. So, yeah. yeah, so actually, I, that. I have a story. I I'm actually like I was vegetarian for a long portion of my lifetime. Like the past two-ish years, I went vegan. And I was at this restaurant this summer on for my off. friend's birthday, on and off, taking off during track <laughs> season when I eat cheese pizza on the way back from meats. Because I have to. You have to. <laughs> um, no, no food for you. <laughs> yeah. And I was at this restaurant for my friend's birthday, and like they straight up had nothing vegan on their menu, and they're like, here's some celery sticks. I was like, I would rather die than <laughs> eat celery sticks. That's how terrible celery is. I mean, there's all... not good. What do you have to say about when we were in Japan, the vegetarian options available to you? Very interesting. Um, one time, I literally, like, there's this thing called okonomiyaki, which is, like, they give you food, and you have, like, a little flame-type griddle in front of you, and you, like, cook your own food. Oh, I remember that. It's, you pay extra, but you do the manual labor yourself. Very great business model. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do the cooking. They, usually, they give you, like, meat, and, like can't eat meat and so i was just transitioning from vegetarian to vegan at this time so i would still eat like cheese and eggs and stuff occasionally and so the only thing i could eat at okonomiyaki was like instead of making the typical meat pancakes i made lettuce and cheese pancakes like i straight up for dinner i had lettuce and cheese pancakes that was Mm. and by pancakes i mean there's no flour base it's like a cheese skirt with lettuce in it yeah, you kind of just like cook it on a little grill. It was great for me and Evan and Xu Ming. We were feasting. No. Evan, Druva was like starving. L. Fat L. So currently, are you vegan or vegetarian? Uh, it's track season. It's track season. So I eat cheese pizza every Saturday <laughs> back from meat. <laughs> Is so that's there it? any that's... other option besides cheese pizza? Like... I mean, if so here's the thing. Like, If I tell Coach that I'm vegan, he's probably going to get me just like straight up a salad with yeah. leaves and no dressing. And that's not very appetizing either. Like, yeah. So I would rather just go with cheese pizza at that point. I'd say in about like 21 uh, 
meals per week, I eat about like 18 of them vegan. 18 to 19 of them vegan. What are your go-to options? Ooh, like, uh, there's this nice place called Eat Unique near where I live. They're pretty Ooh. pretty good. They have like a different assortment of soups and sandwiches every day. Pretty good stuff. Local. Um... The Tartan Express food truck is Mediterranean this year, and Mediterranean food is really easy to do well and make it vegan. Vegan um, there. Yeah. I went there for my first time uh, last night, actually, and I went again for lunch, and I'm a new fan. Dude, the it's, place is great. it's great. Yeah. I've gotten it for lunch every day this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Tartan Express food bowl, you guys are doing good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, South Indian food is pretty easy to make vegan, and I'm South Indian, so sometimes I just make stuff at home. And really, you have to go to an Indian grocery store? Yes, there yeah. is one on Craig Street. Coley's. Uh, Shout out Coley's. Shout out to Coley's. I've heard that Indian grocery stores basically just have, like, too many spices to even comprehend. They have a lot. Like, I don't even, like, use a lot. I use, like, garam masala, like, chili powder, turmeric powder, garlic powder, like, maybe something else. But that's about salt? it. Salt? No, no <laughs> salt, actually. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, they have a lot of spices. <laughs> Like, I guess India just has a lot of spices, so it's in our food. And, yeah, there's, like, lots of different types of spices. And India's also super big culturally. Like, There's a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah, there's a lot of different languages, a lot of different cultures in there. Mm -hmm. So even I don't even know, like, half the stuff that's in that store. Like, you can Uh, ask me, and I wouldn't know what it is. So most Indian grocery stores are, like, the whole country of India. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird, because it's, like, when... It was, like, a one-stop shop, because when people from India moved here... Like, it, it was tough to, like, be like, oh, this is a South Indian one. This is a Western Indian grocery store. Like, yeah, and they just, you'd get the customers. Yeah, and you could you could probably sell to more people if you're just trying to make it all one. So. Hmm. Hmm. The real place to get your groceries is Soul Mart on 5th Ave. Soul Mart's grocery store. great, dude. They have, like, these soba noodles and go, gochujang, gochujang. It's like a Korean chili paste. Yeah, they, uh... I don't know, the lady, like, some... I, I, I haven't been there in a long time, but back when I used to go to my with my mom, she'd recognize me. And would always, like, when I'm, like, looking for something, like, she starts speaking to me in Korean, and I just have to, like, helplessly, like, just nod my head so she still thinks I speak Korean. <laughs> Does she only recognize you when you're with your mom? Or, like, uh, you I think one time I was with Evan, and, like, from then on, she thought that we were brothers. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and so she's Ooh. like, I've never seen this man before, and I'm like... I've been... A lot of people that get you and Evan mixed up. Yeah. Including Evan's dad. Including Evan's dad. I for- we forgot about <laughs> telling that story with Evan. <laughs> Uh, one when we were in Japan, I, I came out of the I came out of the shower, and and then I was walking out, and I hear like Evan's dad say, "Hey, Evan," and I turn around and I'm looking at Evan's dad, and then Evan's like, Evan's dad's like, "You're not my son." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh my god, you really do look like." Each and then other. like and then like Evan like walks around the corner and he's like, "Dad, <laughs> dad." <laughs> yeah, they uh, disowned Evan that day and just adopted Josh. I'm right here. And they're like, he's the better one. Yeah, Stan the man's my dad now. <laughs> Daddy's home. Daddy's home. <laughs> He's got a new toy. Oh, man. Well, a, lot of, a lot of fun stories with the 104 boys. Yeah, that's why we had this this series, to cover all of the fun stuff. Uh, we've that, gotten through a lot of stories. This has been pretty effective. True. Yeah. Can't wait for Booty Warriors. I mean, who's that going to be? Is it do you just add Elliot? We just go around again. Do you add Arthur? Oh, that's true. Arthur is technically he is a booty warrior. Yeah. For one year. Shout out to Arthur. Shout, Shout out to Arthur. Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Arthur's very busy. Also, uh, Arthur dropped four fifty one on me, so I might never forgive him. Mm. Oof. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Now I had to, we had to me and Andrew had to present as a group of two, and uh, that was all right. How'd that work? Uh, we I presented two things. Wow. <laughs> what is four fifty one? It's a it's an algorithms course. 
And so half the homeworks are like written on your own and like you do them solo. And then the other half questions are groups of three and you go in at the due date and like find, find a uh, sign up slot and you present it orally in front of a TA how to do the problem. You can bring notes and stuff, so it's not so bad. Yeah. But it's like honestly more chill than submitting the homeworks because like if you if you basically know it, like know the problem, that you get leeway. Versus like if you write it up, you have to be pretty like rigorous. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah, I think uh I don't know how the second problem apparently like the way that a lot of people approached it was like not correct. And so this man kind of cut us off like two thirds or cut Andrew off two thirds in and was like, all right, like you're going this way that I, this, you're going down a path I cannot follow. <laughs> like, but then we kind of like, we just walked through it together with him and the TA. And so like, I don't know, hopefully we get a, a good grade. I, I don't like getting bad grades. Interesting. Uh, oral exams. Oral exams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not that, they're not that formal, which is kind of a relief, but you also like can't take late days on them and stuff like that. So it's kind of killer. That class is in general, just very inconvenient when I ever want to do it. I never want to do it. Yeah, but it's the last class I need to graduate. So without it, I wouldn't be out of here mm. this spring. On that note, on that note, is it time? I don't know. I mean, do you, do you have, have any, any last last thoughts? Ooh. I had some like I wanted to do some of my fellow one hundred four is dirty, but I never found the right the right segue into it. You just did just, just yell just at him now. Slam poetry. Yeah, slam poetry. Slam it out to, to close it out. On on uh. Dude, on... It's, it's like a story. Can you slam poetry stories? No, just yeah. t- you know, actually just tell the story. Yeah, yeah or just sure. if you want to tell the story. Yeah. Is there any rebuttals? Like, did they ever come after you or in this podcast? I don't think so. No. We, yeah, I was talking to Drew before. He, uh, he, we agree that he's a very unroastable person, at least compared uh, to his roommates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I live with Evan, who's just like giant roast target. Like, <laughs> he could be wearing one of those boomer shirts, and instead of like anything dumb, it could just say "roast me." <laughs> R slash. So you have. So you, what do you got? What do you got? Oh, uh, I want to mention this this one story about Evan. It's like we we were here for spring break, like two two years ago. It was my sophomore year. And we were like, oh, let's do something fun for spring break before we go to our, our track meet at Washley. Mm-hmm. And so I have a friend who lives in Philly, and we are both basketball fans, NBA player or NBA fans. We're both NBA players. No. So we, <laughs> yeah, let we, me know when you see Dizon on Musa. <laughs> dude, I, 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 I will. I think he's a Brooklyn Net. Yeah. Did I get that right? That's the first person who knows anything about Dizon Musa. Has been on this <laughs> yeah, Evan was like, hey, 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 said, who the hell is he? The man's great. Yo. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, we were, we were going to Philly to watch the 76ers game. We crashed at my friend's couch, and we really wanted, like, some type of 76ers gear to rep at the game because we didn't really own anything. So we were trying to go, like, downtown or, like, Chinatown to find some, like, really cheap, shitty Joel Embiid jerseys. And so we were on this adventure. We are just walking around Philly. And we, we come upon <laughs> this sneaker store, and we're just looking through the window, and there's a bunch of sneakers, and we're like, we, we're sneaker Wait, did you say speaker or sneakers? Sneakers. Okay. Sneaker. Hardly know her. And we're sneakerheads, so we're just talking about, like, the Kyrie fours or whatever. And, like, these four dudes just, like, hustle out and out of the store, and, like, you guys like sneakers? And we're like, yeah, I, I guess we do. And they're like, yeah, we'll come play this game with us. And we're like, uh, okay. So they pull out, like, this fold-out fold up table like unfold it put it on the street and this dude's like yo yo come watch this come watch this and so there's one dude showing us this game like four hype men in the background 
and he has like a bottle cap and like three cups and he like places the cup on one the bottle cap and like shuffles it around he's like oh which cup is it in and we're like that one and he opens it up and it's that one he's like yeah let's do it again and we do it again he's like all right whatever and he's like now uh let's put some stakes on it and because <laughs> we we are good athletes um we we don't put stakes on it um so we just keep playing for fun um and so we we play for dignity and pride right and this guy's like do you want to wager half of your dignity and evan's like yes <laughs> i will wager half of my dignity <laughs> And as soon as we wager our what? dignity, this dude gets way good at shuffling these cups. And he's like, which one's it in? And like, he gets like really, really good at moving the bottle cap. And we're like, oh that guy, God. what if you had bet money, dude? Like, dude, what, he would have had you. He would have had us. But thankfully, we only bet Evan's dignity. <laughs> <laughs> and he got really good. And I'm like, oh my God, Evan, I, this guy's good. And we have to guess. And so we guess like the one on the left and it was just the one all the way on the right. And he's like, ha, gotcha. Give me half your dignity. And Evan's like, Evan's, like, Evan's, Evan's, Evan's like, double down. Yeah, he did. He was like, Wait, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the other half. What does that even mean? <laughs> Evan's got nothing left now is what it's, you're saying. It's like football where you go just half the distance to the goal line. You never take someone's full dignity. Yeah. Right? Oh, so now we're up to 75%. It's like yeah. fourth and in inches. And... <laughs> And he's I like, am. all right, do- double down, double down. And then we're like, all right, let's do it. And he gets even better at, like, shuffling <laughs> his cups. It's absolutely insane. That's and, like, but we're actually doing a really good job following this time because we're like, okay, he's gotten good. So we're, like, paying attention. And, like, as we're about to guess, some dude over there is, like, Jesus yells. I'm like, hey. And then we look over and this dude, like, shuffles again. We're like, oh, crap, we lost it. That's and, how they get you. And dude, so, they could have swindled you of money. But they didn't because we only wagered Evan's dignity. And yeah. <laughs> so basically, Evan lost a lot of dignity. Arguably priceless. <laughs> and whatever, we, we're, we're calling our losses. We're like, all right, let's just walk away. And me and Evan literally just like jog it out of there. <laughs> we like book it down like Main Street or whatever. And Evan's like, damn, I lost a lot of pride. pride. And we keep walking and like we, we get to Chinatown and there's this, like old Asian lady while we're waiting for a stoplight. And she's like, oh, do you guys want like these good luck charms? And she does, I guess she doesn't even ask us. She gives us a bracelet and like gives us like these little golden Buddha cards. And we're like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. She's like, okay, four dollars. And I was like, oh, come on. Lady. You got got. I, I got got. You keep getting got by. These but I paid four dollars and received something in exchange. So I, I bought something. Josh Centaur, if you're listening. Um, Evan paid a quarter, though his last quarter of his dignity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I bought it for Evan. I felt bad for him. Um, he lost his dignity. I don't want him to lose money as well. Um, so whatever, this happens. We have our golden Buddha, good luck charms, and we go to the 76ers game. No shitty cheap Joe on B jerseys. Um, so we go there, and the first half ends, and whatever. The actual NBA experience is weird because they have halftime shows, and you have to you like kind of sit. You can get like pretzels oh, and yeah. food or whatever. And so we sit, we watch this halftime show. It's some weird talent. And then on the Megatron, they're like, oh, play this game with us. And if you play this game, you could win dignity. And, <laughs> and the, the game is like with the cups <laughs> and moving the bottle cap. And I was Evan... say, I've only ever seen that at like a sporting event. <laughs> Evan literally got up and walked out of her seat out of the arena for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Percent of his dignity on the streets of Philly. He got hustled. <laughs> Not the way you typically expect. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. F- fair game to those guys. Uh, we got got. I wonder, is that just their thing? Like, have they just been 
out there playing hustling. that game on the streets. Dude, they, people. People. they were pros. Like, they had their methodology. Like, they had the four hype men and, like, you know, like, they start out slow and then they really switch it up on you and then they have a dude who, like, calls for your attention so you look away and they switch it up more. Like, they they have a system. Unreal. Pros. Wow. Pros. That was a pretty good story. Yeah. Uh, we just missed 69 minutes, but that's okay. Uh, All right, I guess we have to keep on going. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to keep on going until 420 minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry, Drew, but next, we missed ooh, the first time. Is that, yeah. is that your target? Yeah, that's Every okay. One, one podcast, we'll get there. One day. <laughs> that's okay. All right, Eddie, you want to close this out? Yeah, I'll close this out. Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was yummy. Nice.